0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to provide a pretty big update on Ukraine and what's happening there and the developments. Uh, and we're going to talk about tanks. You know, In a recent video about the Bradley, the one with all the jokes that fell flat, um, I, I mentioned how once those were underway, we would end up talking about the Abrams. So today we are going to talk about the Abrams. One of the interesting things about the developments over there is that we get a really good look at that international poker game where everybody's cheating. uh, Because it's playing out, the the sliding of cards and the deals that are being made. And it's semi-public. So we'll kind of go through with it. Uh, Remember that tanks are... There's a diplomatic hesitation to provide them to Ukraine. There's there's a lot of reservations about it. That's why it was so important that the Bradley wasn't a tank, even though it looks like one. Um, so, who started us off? Who started us off as far as that uh, this next hand? The United Kingdom. The United Kingdom was like, hey, we'll give up some challengers. Give them to Ukraine. Those are their modern tanks. Okay. Then Poland and Finland were like, hey, we've got some leopards. And leopards are their modern tanks. And probably out of all of them, those would probably be the best for for use in Ukraine. Um, but this is where the poker game starts. Even though they are Polish or Finnish tanks, they're of German production. And Germany gets uh, kind of like veto power on export. So Poland and Finland can really only give them to Ukraine if Germany says it's okay. And Germany has kind of looked over at the United States and basically said, yeah, we're all playing this hand. Because, again, providing tanks, is there's a lot of reservations. So the reporting suggests that Germany is willing to to say, yeah, let's do it. But the U.S. has to send Abrams. Um, Now, do these tanks matter? Yeah. There's uh, a lot of chatter about the possibility of Russia basically trying to get a do-over and kind of restart the invasion. They realize that they've kind of hit a wall, and they're looking to basically re-energize the the invasion. Um, When they do that, they'd be using a lot of tanks, assuming they have some. Um, Now, one of the things we have learned throughout this conflict is that the Russian tanks aren't that great. The tanks that would be sent, they're really good. So it would provide Ukraine an edge. Now, as far as the hand, where does the United States sit? The Pentagon's uh, policy advisor here says, I just don't think we're there yet. The Abrams tank is a very complicated piece of equipment. It's expensive. It's hard to train on. It has a jet engine, all the stuff I said in that last video. Um, that's where they're at. I don't know that that's going to hold because I don't think Germany is looking for like a huge commitment. I think this is really more of, this is a line providing this kind of equipment is a big deal. We're all holding hands and crossing the street together. Um, and I, I would imagine that a platoon would actually satisfy... Germany's requirement, what the, the condition that they want fulfilled. Um, I don't know what the U.S. is going to do, but this is one of those things that has multiple, multiple schools of thought with it because there, there are some people who are incredibly worried not just about the effectiveness of an Abrams there and the logistical train that has to follow, but also, what happens if things go poorly for Ukraine? Then Russia may end up with their hands all over, you know, the better stuff. The flip side to that, the competing argument, is that at that poker game, this is kind of like NATO saying, okay, well, we're going to raise by $50, knowing that Russia only has 20 Russia doesn't really have anything that can compete with this stuff. And they know it. I would imagine that inside the Kremlin, there has been a desire to basically wait out Western resolve as far as assisting Ukraine. And just wait until the West gets tired of it. If this type of equipment is committed, it... uh, It kind of sends a signal that that's not going to happen. So there are, there's definitely a debate that is occurring right now. Which side wins, which side is right, I don't really know. Um, Now, the only other concern, particularly for Americans, is the logistics train. The Abrams is complicated. Um this is one of those things that might require ongoing logistical support and that's one of those things that the Biden administration probably wants to avoid because that's a a real quick step to having people there which is something the administration has made it clear that they don't want to take that step so, there's all of that. That's, that is what is going on with the tanks. Um, now, there have been uh, some other developments. One is the chatter about the offensive. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Um, it, it's, it's worth noting that a lot of the equipment that is being sent will be there before this is supposed to happen, by by the rumor mill. Um, now, another piece of this is we recently talked about the leadership changes there. And there's some concern dealing with a new order that has come down from the new Russian leadership, which is to shave, Um Now, there are two logical reasons to give this order. The first is, you know, maintaining a professional appearance in a war zone. Okay, Patton. Um, And the other is you need to be able to seal your mask. Now, of course, because sensationalism drives clicks, you are hearing a whole lot more about the possibility of them needing to use masks. And and the the use of chemicals or something like that. Based on some of the other orders, my my gut tells me it's the it's the other thing. It's a a desire to have a professional looking military um, in in a combat zone. Which, if that's the case, don't interrupt them. (laughs) Um, You know, no inspection ready unit has, has ever made it through combat and no combat ready unit ever makes it through inspection. Um, So I'm fairly certain that that's the way it would go. I don't think that they're readying for anything involving chemicals, mainly because we've seen their equipment. Their masks, they're like GP, they're really old gas masks. I wouldn't trust them. Um, A lot of the equipment that they have that's supposed to be sealed, it's not. Um, it wasn't maintained. I, I don't know that they're up for it. At the same time, I'm a little concerned about thinking that because the, uh, the times I have been wrong in my assessments in this conflict are because I, I thought Russia was too smart to do something. So it's a concern, but I, I don't think that's where it's at. Um, We'll have to wait and see. There there will be intelligence about newer equipment moving forward. Um, so, that's kind of the whole lay of the land right now. Um, now, Ukraine is probably also preparing for a newer offensive to renew things. Um, but we're going to have to wait see what equipment is coming in we should find out probably end of this week early next uh, and that will that'll shape their plans so we have a lot of developments but there's not a lot of final reports on this yet so we'll hear more about it next week anyway it's just a thought y'all have a good day